Hello, everybody. My name is Nicole Kaplan, and I'm the host of this podcast, Life's a Mom. I hope everybody's doing great today. I really wanted to share something that came across my Pinterest page, and I don't know what it is, guys, but lately I'm only on Pinterest. I don't even go on social media that much, meaning like Instagram or or Facebook. I'm always on Pinterest. It's like my new obsession. But anyways, on there, I saw a quote and I loved it so much that I screenshot it and I wanted to share it with you guys. Okay, it reads, be the mom who smiles at another mom in public. Be the mom who tells another mom how amazing she looks, even on her toughest and darkest days. Be the mom who inspires and encourages another mother to believe in herself, to never forget herself, that she still exists and it will all be okay. And I just thought that was so beautiful because a lot of us moms, we're not going to have perfect days every single day. And the fact that this quote came across my Pinterest page was actually super ironic because that same day, um, I actually went to Trader Joe's and I want to like label this and title this right now and call it like good, like amazing mom news of the day because this mom was dealing with her son who wanted some specific candy or something at Trader Joe's. And if I had to guess, he was probably like three or four years old, probably four actually, if I had to guess, but he was giving his mother a super, super hard time. Like literally like crying, throwing a tantrum because she wouldn't buy him the candy that he wanted. And I think that mom is awesome because I know, I mean, I don't know how I'm going to be in a situation like that. Like I might say, oh, if my child acts like that, I'm walking out of the store and leaving him there. But I don't know. So I can't say anything. But that mom stood her ground, guys, and I was in my head and in my heart, I was like, damn, good for her, you know, like for her to stand her ground because, you know, sometimes we feed into certain things that when our child cries and then we're like, Ugh, you know, like whatever. And I'm sure that's when the mom guilt comes in and listen, it happens. But anyways, going back to what was going on at Trader Joe's. So basically the mom was like, no, 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 it's not happening. And he literally threw such a tantrum that everybody in the store turned their heads. And I personally didn't know what to do in that situation. Like, I don't want to go and try to intervene and for the mom to say, this is none of your business. I I don't know how she would have reacted. But there was another mom in the store who was with her own child, but her child was a little bit older. I would say her child... She looked like she was about seven, seven years old. Um, And so she actually intervened. And the first thing she did was hug the mom, the mom that was under stress because her son was throwing a tantrum. And that was so amazing to see. And she basically like leaned down to the child and she was like, you know, this is not the way we act. And just like, really talking to him and the mom of the child who was throwing a tantrum, she was actually really cool about it. She wasn't like, you know, mean about it. Like she was just letting things happen. And eventually the child got up, I guess, out of either embarrassment or realizing, you know, her words. I I don't know. Um, 
but you know she basically like stopped it and I as she I couldn't hear but like as she was like walking away from the mom she was like giving her words of encouragement you could see that it it was probably words of encouragement and it was just such a beautiful moment to see like a mom being there for another mom and it just made me realize and I mean I learned something from that experience and that is I want to be that mom that jumps in to help next time not because I want a pat on the back or you know someone sharing that but um I genuinely love helping people and just uplifting people and being that positive person and I'm not always positive like everyone has their days I'm not saying I'm go happy fucking lucky ray of sunshine every single day but um, if I could be that person for another mom, then I, I would love to do that. So seeing that really warmed my heart and literally that same day that quote popped up and I was like, that is such a sign. And I am a big believer in signs. So I'm definitely going to take that opportunity next time a mom is in distress or I see that she's, you know, struggling with something. I definitely want to be that person that can help her in some way, shape or form. And if she tells me to fuck off, you know what? Hey, <laughs> I tried. So, um, yeah, I want to go into today's topic because of what I experienced. And I thought about what, you know, would be beneficial. And I know this sounds silly, um, because it seems like it's something that should be pretty easy, but today's topic is going to be about how to connect with other moms. I know some of you are like, what the hell is this topic? But to be honest, I have become such an observing observer, like a people watcher um, type of person. And I actually used to be the person that used to jump into things, not look at my surroundings and just be the loud, obnoxious Nicole. Um I maybe I'm being a little extra with the obnoxiousness, but some people might have cons- you know thought that about me. But I was just very loud, very outgoing, very. Let's just put it this way: if I was in a room with you, with a crowd, with you know crowded, it was a crowded room, and I was in that room, you would basically know I was in that room. Um, so I've definitely changed a lot. I've come a long way, and today I actually think before I speak, I observe, I watch. I'm still the same Nicole, same personality, same desires, same wants and needs and heart. Um, I think it's more so about maturity and I've definitely matured a lot. And it's probably due to the fact that I've been through certain things in my life and I'm happy it happened. I have no regrets uh, just because it led me to who I am today and to be this version of myself, the best version I could be for my son. And I'm still working on myself. Um, But I am part of a big mom group and it's called the peanut mom group. And the creator will be coming on uh, at some point to talk about it at another, in another episode. Um, But there are plenty of events that pretty much happen every single day, whether a mom will host something or, um, you know, there's a party planned, whatever the case may be. And, um, I go to most of these events lately, not so much, especially with the holidays and Owen and I were sick. I had COVID initially and then he got it from me. And of course my husband didn't have it. So (laughs) that was fun. Um, 
But anyways, when we would go to certain events, I remember getting there and just observing and looking and you would see the moms that would like search, like, where do I go? Which mom do I pick to go up to and start a conversation with? Um, or some moms just stay there and they just don't really know how to strike up a conversation. Or I'll see the moms like me, the ones that kind of like go up and say, hi, you know, I'm so-and-so. Uh, who's your child? What's his name? What's her name? How old are they? Oh my God, what foods are they like? I'm such a striker. Like I like to start conversations and and more so because I'm I love knowing about people. I love hearing about their experiences and I, I genuinely am a curious creature. So I love to ask questions and I don't really scout. I kind of just go in and the first mom I see is the first mom I kind of go to. Um and that's how I am, but Usually before I go into the crowd, I look from afar just to like people watch and just see how moms react and how they start these conversations. And a lot of these moms from this group actually have met their lifelong mom friends. And I'm one of the lucky ones. I have very two close mom friends who I love so much, you guys. I'm just so grateful to have them in my life. Um, it's just so genuine and so raw and real and we don't hold back from anything. We could literally talk about anything from a poop diaper to something that we went through with the doctor. I mean, it's really amazing that just because like some of these people I would never imagine would be my friend, but due to the fact that we are moms, we have that in common. And that's something that's super big, in my opinion, because I have a best friend and she's been my best friend for a very long time now. And we can talk about anything. She's actually super knowledgeable about motherhood and children, and she knows actually more than me. But there are certain things that I could speak to my mom friend that I can't really speak to with my my best friend that I've had for years, you know? And not because she's not knowledgeable or she wouldn't understand. She's amazing. But it's more so knowing what advice to give in return because another mom has been through a certain experience that I have been through, if that makes sense. So that's why I figured this is actually a great topic because... Um, many moms have told me that the experience of motherhood feels lonely for them. And so I would always tell myself, but it doesn't have to be lonely. And what I have found, because again, I'm all the time talking to so many different moms every day, pretty much. And a lot of them do tell me that they feel like it's very lonely. And, you know, when I ask them, why is it that you don't go out? What is it that's holding you back? Majority of the moms say that it's too much of a hassle. They feel like it's a hassle, you know, to take the baby out and they just don't even know where to go sometimes, which brings me to like say that's why <laughs> it's important to have those mom friends. And I don't know where everybody listening, where you guys live. Um, 
as you know, I live in New York right now. And I'm part of this big mom group here in New York, specifically Westchester area, which I'm so grateful for because it's opened the door for me to meet so many different moms. And it's been great. But I'm sure when I moved to Florida, it's, I don't know if there is such thing like that. And from my experience talking to moms in Florida, they tell me that there are mom groups, but it's more so for communication. There's no actual meetups, physical meetups. So like, the mom group I'm part of today, literally every single day there's something to do. Whether it's meeting up for a walk, a mom is hosting an event, a mom is hosting a play date, you know, just there's always something. And sometimes there's multiple things a day. So I think that's what helps me and the moms here up in Westchester, New York. And because of that, I want to do the same for where I'm moving. And specifically where I'm moving, it's a gated community where there's a bunch of young families. And I want to give those moms that are moving there an opportunity to be able to host an event. And I'm not saying it has to be a, a party where you have to spend so much money. It could be an event where a mom will say, I want to host an event at this location. Let's do a family gathering and we'll all meet at a bar or we'll all meet at the mall and, or they can say it's just for moms or it's also for families. And you just set up a meetup and it's just great because that's a great way for mothers to meet other moms, which basically brings me to the next thing I wanted to discuss with you guys. And that is that mom friends get you in ways nobody else can. And actually being a mom brings out some of the most unique <laughs> and specific frustrations and struggles that nobody else can get unless they're there with you. Not even your mom, because let's be honest, she probably doesn't even remember, okay? And your spouse, yes, he's in it with you, but bless his heart, bless their heart, it's not the same, okay? And your child your childless best friend, which I happen to have one and I love her so much and she knows this. She's incredible, but she's never been in my shoes and nothing can replace the solidarity that your mom bestie provides during crazy parenthood moments. And I feel that for me at least, when I'm having a tough day with Owen, I'm able to call my mom best friend and just vent and she'll just know the right things to say because she's been there and she's done it. And I have to say, what I love about mom friendships is that you don't even like have to give them any extra details or a list when you're going through something. They kind of just know and they just make your life easier in that way. And like, oh my God, honestly, one of my really best friends, um, I love her so much. Every time I go to her house, like she, sometimes she'll just like throw me her 10 month old or, you know, she'll just take Owen and just like, we just, it just flows. And like, there's no, I can't explain it. It's, it's just different. It's just that comfort of knowing that it's a tip. It's a special, you know how there's love languages. There's like words of affirmation, uh, physical touch, like all those things. I feel like there's mom language and no one can really understand that mom language like moms. And I think that's something really beautiful because I've never experienced 
something like this until I became a mom and I entered this chapter of motherhood. And I love it here. Honestly, I feel like, yes, there were times it could be stressful, but there are times where I'm like, oh my God, I literally love it here. And to give you an example, I went on my Facebook the other day and a memory popped up when I used to party. Obviously, I was like in my young 20s and I looked at it and I was like, you know what? I would not go back to that. Like, I'm so happy with where I am today and the things that I've been through in my life to get to where I am today because I feel like I'm the best version of myself. And I love it. I love this feeling. And I'm actually sure that many of you listening can relate to me because let's be honest, we've all been through different experiences, situations that molded us. So honestly, I live life with no regrets. I'm very grateful and thankful for everything. So with that being said, with this new version of myself, I feel like I'm able to be my true self when I meet other moms today. So one way I think it's very important to do, which I love this, I am big on making the first move. I also am not the type of friend or mom friend that keeps tabs. Like, oh, you know, I'm always texting you first. Like, listen, it's different if you text and they don't respond. Then it's like, okay, this is not a friendship that's going to organically happen. Um, but sometimes like, we're busy and I just, I'm just not that type of person. Like if I'm texting you and I see that you're being responsive and you're open to meeting up and talking, then I'm fine with it. Some people are just not good um, texters and I happen to be one of them sometimes. I prefer to send voice notes or just give a phone call. Honestly, voice notes are much more preferable for me <laughs> just because now that I'm a mom, I can't always be on the phone you know, now that my son is eight months old, like I feel like he's constantly like needs attention, entertainment, all that. Um, so I, it's just a little different, but I think it's very important to make that first move. I always relate this to like dating. <laughs> um, obviously it's not dating. It's just making mom friends. But remember, we're all moms, but we all have our own personalities and we all have our own wants and needs and desires. And just because someone's a mom, it doesn't mean right away that you'll click. And there are different types of moms out there. And I always, always say it. And for me, it's important to, when I meet a mom, is to feel her vibe. You know, is she the type of mom that enjoys gossiping? Is she the type of mom that enjoys sports? Is she the type of mom that will be open to listening to me and giving me feedback and vice versa. And I also want to add, I don't know what type of mom you are, whoever is listening, but I'm telling you right now, I am not the type of mom that enjoys gossiping, unless it's about celebrities, of course. But um, in all seriousness, like I just stay away from that. And I've learned in life that, you know, you're going to meet people and people might talk about you. It's just life is like that for whatever reason. Um, and also like whatever people say about me is none of my business. Actually, you know what? I'm going to share something and this actually happened to me. So 
I used to have three girls that I thought were literally my best, best friends. And this is pre-Owen, thank God, because what I'm about to tell you is what molded me into becoming the person I am today. And I'm the best version of myself for my son. But anyways, as I was saying, um, I had three girls that I really thought they were my best friends. Really. I confided in them in certain things and told him certain things. And, um, there's actually another girl that I used to be friends with and we kind of like went our separate ways way before, like I got engaged um, we were friends for a while and she, we kind of like drifted, I guess. Actually, no, that is not what happened. It's funny because I don't really think about these girls at all. I've like moved on, progressed, grown, living my best life. And I've made new friends and I kept my really good friends and my circle has just formed. And honestly, I'm just in the best place and I'm just the happiest I've ever been in all honesty. I'm not living back there, you know, but now that we're talking about it, memories are coming back. And so I remember now what happened is that we, first of all, let me give you some background really quickly. We were very, very close to the point where there was one summer I literally lived with her. I had my own place, but I still was with her all the time. So just to give you an idea of how close we were, and every so often she would like kind of distance herself and then come back, distance herself and come back. And instead, me being stupid Nicole back then, I instead of telling myself, Nicole, just drop this girl. Like she's obviously not a good friend. Um, I would just try to fix it all the time. Um, while you know, there was even a time I remember, holy shit, I'm starting to think like memories are coming back. There was even a time she threatened not to be my friend anymore if I didn't go out with her. Um, cause we used to party together. So looking back, I feel like I was such an idiot, but I'm also happy that it happened the way it did because thanks to her, uh, we went to a trip to New York and I met my husband who I love so much and he's the best thing that's ever happened to me and my son, of course. So, you know, I guess I got to thank her after all that shit, you know, um, that she put me through and how she treated me. But, um, yeah, I, I remember now because I was saying we drifted apart when I saw that she removed me on Instagram because I had an app that would tell me uh, who would delete me or block me. I was like, okay, well, I'm not running after you anymore. Like, And I just removed her back. And that was that. So, um, so when I got engaged, she tried to like reach out and rekindle the friendship. And I was second guessing it. And I ended up trying to rekindle the friendship, which honestly, that was a huge mistake on my behalf to allow that. Um, I pretty much blocked her. Uh, she was just pretty much a snake playing two sides. Let's just put it that way. I'm not going to even go into detail. Um, but anyways, the three girls, um, I really thought they were my best friends, you guys. And basically during my bachelorette, there was an altercation. And to be honest, I was in the wrong as was she, to be honest. But the reason why I say I was wrong is because I started it. Um, I got mad at her about something. I don't even remember what it is, guys, because, again, I don't even think about the girl. But I remember specifically, like, getting upset about something. And I kind of, like, got frustrated and upset and, you know, kind of loud. She started coming close to my face and I started going close to her face. 
Now, mind you, this was during the time of my bachelorette, so I'm sure you all can imagine how much alcohol was in our system during this time. And it was just getting very heated. Now, mind you, there's a bunch of girls there because back then I didn't know the difference between an acquaintance and a close friend. You know, I can't change the past. It is what it is. But as things were getting heated and we were getting upset with one another, she did something unthinkable, guys. Um, I'm not even going to go into it because I'm not trying to bash anybody. But she did something that no friend should ever do. And what was even more shocking was that, first of all, I was so sad that it even happened because I actually cared about the friendship and I was truly genuine about the friendship. Um, but people were coming to tell me, people that she was bragging to um, were coming to tell me that she was basically bragging about how she won, which that is definitely not the case. And the people who came to tell me in the first place that she was bragging agreed with me, and not that it matters, um, but they didn't say anything to her. I guess they wanted to let her think, you know, she felt good about it, which to be honest, guys, that's a really big red flag. Um, so, you know, I just right then and there, I found this out, um, a little bit afterwards, but that was pretty shocking to me. And again, I won't go into too much detail cause I don't want this episode to be too much about that, but there's a reason to my madness and why I'm telling you guys this story. Um, but anyways, these three girls who I thought were my best friends and the girl who I just mentioned, who was bragging to people, she is one of the three. And they pretty much got together after my bachelorette and they literally sat on a three-way call to talk mad shit about me. And actually it's funny because each girl pretty much tattletailed on one another to me and they didn't even know it um, and basically told me everything that was said. And literally, guys, it was all made up lies. Literally, not one thing that was said to me that they said was true because I was waiting for something to come out that was true so I can say, well, okay, well, that's true, but it was all lies. So it's not just that the three girls I thought that were my best friends were just gossiping about me. That would have been better. They're just spreading rumors and rumors are just lies being spread. Gossip is talking about somebody, right? So there were it was just rumors, things that were all false, not true. And I'm very open about things. Like I'll tell you if something was true, not true. So anyways, it just makes me happy though, because I realized that I made the right decision, not having people like that in my life anymore. You know, like, listen, if you want to talk about me, you want to start up, start rumors, like make up shit about me. If it makes you feel better about yourself, fine. I don't care. I don't care what people say about me, like talk all you want, but don't try to be my friend. Like, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, I don't know if you've heard the analogy, um, just because like, we're not friends, right? It doesn't mean I don't want to see you eat. I, I want to see you eat. I just don't want you at my table eating with me, if that makes sense. So, you know, I used to be upset and wonder how people can do this. You know, people who I consider my best friends, but I know the answer today and I take it as a compliment, you know, and I'm just thankful. I have no regrets because thank God they're not in my circle now and Owen hasn't met them. And, you know, I don't have people like that in my life. And that's why today, why am I telling you this? Because today as a mom, now that I'm making mom friends, I'm observant. So if I notice someone gossiping about another mom, boom, I know right away she's going to do the same thing to me. 
And listen, there are people who enjoy gossip. Do your thing. That's fine. I, like I said, I don't want you at my table. I'll, I'll wave to you from another table, but I don't want you at my table. Do, does that make sense? Like to me, what matters today is just being happy. I used to care so much about being in touch with certain people and having them in my circle. And now I don't give a fuck. I care about my son, my husband, and my close friends. And of course, I have moms who are became friends. They're more of acquaintances. And I know the difference now between a coworker, an acquaintance, a mom friend, a best friend, a best mom friend. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? It's just... I, I don't know if anybody can relate to me out there, but like for me, I had to go through that in order to mold me into the person I am today. And I can teach my son certain lessons. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like if you're a mom out there and you haven't experienced anything, you know, and, and what's crazy is I should have experienced this like in middle school, but my childhood was a little crazy, a little different than most. Um, my parents, I love them so much and, you know, like we, we've worked on things and we've moved on, but like they weren't the parents that would take me out or drive me to a, a friend's house. So I was mostly alone growing up. I, I felt like an only child. So I didn't get to experience this till later, but that's okay because as, as long as I learned the lesson, right? So now that you're a mom, you want to make choices that are not just the best for you and yourself, but for your son, for your daughter, for your family, right? So there are different ways of meeting moms. If let's say you're not part of a mom Facebook group, um, you can also, I, I'm not sure who is listening and where you are in the world, but I'm sure there are Facebook groups that you can find. And even if they're not groups where they host anything, even talking to another mom, that's, you can have a, a, a pen pal, <laughs> mom friend, you know, I think that's pretty cool. Um, there's just different ways you can go visit a library, you know, how many libraries do free um, shows and free book readings to kids. Um, one, the one where I live near me, they have like puppet shows and my son Owen loves puppets any puppet. It doesn't matter. Puppets. He loves them. <laughs> I don't know why. I think it's really cute. He like literally sits there and he can stare at it all day. So like we bought him a whole bunch of puppets at home like to play with, but um, we like to also go to the library sometimes. And believe it or not, I've met some moms through at the library, you know, cause I'll see like, you know, her kid is close to my kid's age and we start talking and, you know, so you can even meet mom's at the library when there's certain events there. Um, joining a music class, um, we go to mommy and me music classes once a week. And it's just a lot of fun. It's just like a way for the babies to or kids to interact with one another. I guess it goes by age groups. Um, and you get to meet moms that way. And again, like, you never know who you're going to meet. I feel like, and I'm a big believer in this, the universe puts people in your life that are meant to be in your life, whether they're meant to come in for a short time to teach you a lesson, whether they come for the long term, whether they come when you're a mom because they're meant to be a friend while you're a mom. I really do believe in that. Um, but everybody believes whatever they believe in. Um, I know this is kind of silly, but say hi to your neighbors. Um, I, we currently live in an apartment and it's not so easy because you're in an apartment, right? But 
when, you know, as I said before, like we are moving to Florida, we're going to have a house. And I feel like a lot of, like I said before, a lot of families, young families around my age, my husband's age with young kids are moving there. So it's just a great way for kids to grow up together with their neighbors. So try to like get involved with your neighbors, see what they're doing for Halloween, see what they're doing for the holidays. And not saying you have to like jump in and include yourself, but you know, try to strike up a conversation and maybe you might see your neighbor at the coffee shops, like say hello, you know, it doesn't hurt. Um, it, it, it's very, very important to be communicative because I know many of us, like, especially after a day of work or a day of being with the kid all day or a day of just running errands, you're just like so tired. But I think it's really important to have a good circle of friends. And I'm not just, and I'm not just saying some random people that like you talk to here and there on social media. I'm talking about a real friend that you can call at any moment in time, even if it's like at two o'clock in the morning because you need to vent about something. And I'm so lucky and grateful to have that in my life. Um, and I hope you all find that person because we all deserve that. Another thing I find, my son is not in school or preschool or daycare, but um, this is something that other moms have told me about, and that is volunteering at their kid's school. They've met so many moms, like at the PTA meetings, and even like one of the moms was telling me uh, she came in to read a book for her kid, and at, at the same time, there was another mom reading for her son's class who was a grade up, and now they're like best friends. I thought that was so cool. Um, the big one is group texts. Holy crap. If I told you how many group chats I'm part of, no offense to anybody listening. I love you all, but it gets stressful sometimes. <laughs> I'm literally part of five mom groups, different ones. One's Israeli moms, one's Westchester moms, one is peanut mama. <laughs> like one mom group is just like mamas that, you know, they put together from the peanut mom group. So it's a lot. And sometimes, like I said, um, in my previous episode, I agree to do so many things and they become overwhelming because I've been so busy, you know, and I have so many, so many things going on. But that's why I also said it's important to also take a moment for yourself because we all need that. So, <coughs> excuse me, best believe I went to get a massage and I took a bath and I listened to my podcast and that was amazing. So those are some ways that you can meet other moms by going to certain places, even just saying something simple, like saying hello to your neighbor or striking up a conversation. You never know where things might lead to. So get involved, be present, go to things, volunteer at places. And I actually have um, someone who I know who's really good at that. And that's my sister-in-law. It's my husband's brother's wife. <laughs> Her name is Sarah. And she's so good about being present and just volunteering literally everywhere. Like she's so, so busy. And I love that about her. Um, but it's important to just meet other parents and to get involved. I feel like it's also good for your child to see that you're being so involved when it comes to their life as well, whether it's like an event or a game, whatever it is. And it's important to be approachable and present you know, when there are opportunities to connect. Listen, the more we can slow down our schedules, the better, right? But also we have to make room to be present on the sidelines or even in the parking lot. You know how sometimes you go pick up your kid and like you see another parent in the parking lot and you strike up a conversation. 
you know, it just allows the chance to connect on common interests with other parents. And so another piece of advice that I want to give you guys is whether you go to any function or activity, think like school plays, sports games, PTA meetings, whatever, try to have your phone put away just so that you're more open to opportunities to connect with parents around you. I mean, imagine, you know, you come across a parent and they try talking to you and you're just like every few seconds on your phone. Either they'll take it as, okay, you're not interested, or they'll just think you're being rude. (laughs) And we really don't want to portray ourselves that way. And I'm sure we're not that way. And I understand sometimes we need to go on our phones, but I feel like it just makes us seem more open to conversation, which is what we want, especially if you're trying to meet other moms, other parents, whatever the case may be. So one of the best ways to make friendships, especially as a parent, is to connect with other people that share your interests and values, right? So if you value exercise or being outdoors, try joining a workout or hiking group for parents. I'm sure you can definitely find something like that, which is actually really funny because one of my really close good mom friends, she's such a hiker and she's actually already been on this podcast. She was actually one of the first moms to come on and do the interview for me. And she even talks about how she went to Colorado to go on a hike with her husband and her baby girl. And it's funny because I'm not much of a hiker, but we get along so well. And she's like my go-to mom friend. So yes, even though we're not completely alike, we do have similarities. And that is that we are moms. So we definitely bond over that and just our personalities mesh so well together. So again, try to find those um, shared interests and values, right? So if you value, if you value, let's say, I'm trying to think like philanthropy, okay, or volunteerism, choose a group project that is child-friendly and look for an opportunity to connect with those parents there. And again, try to be off of your phone as much as you can. And guys, don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone. That's what's going to get you to go out there. Okay. So when it comes to meeting new friends, it's important to take these risks and reach out. And listen, it might feel like you're the only one needing a social network, but I promise you, Oftentimes when you reach out to other parents, they're so happy to make connections too. Because just like you're going through certain situations where you feel uncomfortable, as are they. And it's really, really important to find a group of mom friends that you can relate to and you can feel that you can call it any time and you know that they'll be there to listen and support. Because let's be honest, sometimes when we're going through something, the other person that you're telling whatever you're going through, whatever you're telling them, their initial instinct is to try to solve the problem or try to give you an example that they've been through. And sometimes we just want to hear you say, damn, that really sucks. Like, I feel you. I know that this is complicated. And I know not everybody will be like that because, and I'm not saying the people that want to find a solution right away or just respond in a way where they try to compare and give you an example of their situation of them going through something difficult like you. I think it's just them trying to help and maybe that's their love language and that's why they do that. But it's good to find people that you 
have in common with that you can also feel comfort. Like maybe you're not looking for someone to say, hey, that really sucks. Maybe you are looking for a mom that will be solution-based when you tell her about a problem that you're going through. So you're going to go through certain situations. You're going to meet certain moms that, you know, you might be friends and then you realize, you know what, it's not my type of mom and that's okay. doesn't mean you got to be enemies, but you know, you kind of learn and, and, and you feel around like what works for you. What do you feel good? Also guys, vibes, vibes. I'm so big on vibes. If you feel like your vibe is off with the mom, then maybe it's not your, I don't want to say soulmate because I know I believe in multiple soulmates, but maybe that's not like the person that is meant to be in your circle. And that's totally cool. There's no problem with that. So a big thing for me, I go on a website and it's called (laughs) mompoppins.com. And it's actually a very, very cute name and I love it so much. But that brings me to the next thing and that's read city-specific blogs. Read city-specific blogs and just find out what's happening in your city. Because there's a lot of times... We don't really know what's going on in the city and there's plenty of stuff happening. And I didn't know that until I found mommypoppins.com. So, you know, Google and and search, you know, just put your city and put like toddler events, baby events, whatever, mommy and me events, things to do with toddlers, like whatever. And it's going to lead you, you'll be surprised, but it will lead you to some pretty cool local events. And I promise you, there is a lot of great friendship networking opportunities for you if you just try it. And guys, I promise you that once you find that mom, what is what do I mean when I say that mom? I mean the mom you can call anytime, the mom who takes your baby when your baby is crying and she sees on your face that you're just so overwhelmed with everything in life and you feel that comfort that she's taking your baby. Like you know that your baby's in good hands. Like it's that mom that you just feel those positive energy, that those positive vibes, and you just feel good to be around, and you look forward to hanging out with them, and even when you don't see them for a while, you literally miss them, and Christine, I'm, I know you're listening, like, I feel like that's our relationship, <laughs> and it just feels so good, and I really, really hope that every mom out there finds that mom friend. Now, listen, I... As you all know, I've said it multiple times because I'm so happy about it. Um, And I'm also sad. It's like a bittersweet feeling, but I'm moving to Florida. I'm originally from there, but I moved to New York when I met my husband and I had Owen, my son here. And I met so many amazing moms and, you know, connecting with them. It's hard. Like you've to make these connections and and then just get up and leave and to even think about connecting with other moms in Florida. Don't get me wrong. I'm looking forward to it. And I'm always open to meeting new people and making new friends, but I will, I have to say like, I know the moms that are in my life now will never go anywhere. Like I know that when they come to Florida, they're going to have a place to stay. And I can't wait for that because I love hosting guys. I love hosting I literally, on my Pinterest board, I have a, you know how you can have like different categories when it comes to your Pinterest? (laughs) So I am so organized that I have, I just have so many different types, but I literally have a um, pin 
like a category and it's labeled guest bathroom restock just to give you an idea i am so so excited um so you know it like i said it's a bittersweet feeling but the real moms the real mom friends that you make that connection no matter if you don't speak for a while or you know if you move to another state i feel like that's not going to change and don't get me wrong, I've met many, many moms that, you know, I see, I say hi to, and like, we'll hang out at events, but I'm talking about those moms that it's just your, like, your go-to, you know? So if you're a mom out there that's trying to make more mom friends, or maybe you just had a baby and you're trying to find some mom friends because, you know, I get it. It definitely could be lonely when you don't feel like you have that support. So... And I'm also aware that when you have a newborn baby, you can't just go out there. <laughs> and, and I get that because, listen, I was there. All moms were there at one point. Um, and it's okay to take that time for yourself and your baby. You know, it, it's a lot, um, especially if you had a C-section like me. So when you do feel ready, this is for you. <clears throat> go out there and make those mom friends and find that mom twin flame that I was just describing because it just feels so good. And listen, to any moms out there who just had a baby and they have their newborn babies, you know, and three, even two, three month olds, it's really, really tough. And I totally get that. So there are ways to also find ways to connect with moms online. There are ways to find friends on the peanut mom group. You know, there's an app and that's really helpful. And don't be afraid to to go out there, even if it's on the peanut app mom group, and reach out to a mom if you're going through something. Because let's be honest, even some of your friends that are childless, yes, they could be supportive, but to be honest, they're not in your shoes and they can't really understand what you're going through because they don't have a child. No offense to them. I'm sure they're awesome friends. But someone like me, I have best friends who are childless right? And they're amazing and they're so knowledgeable and they definitely help me out a lot. But then when I do speak to my mom friends about a certain situation, let's say I'm going with like Owen is teething right now. She went through that with her, like my best mom friend is going through that with her baby girl. So she was able to send me things to buy for Owen. That's just a little example, but just to give you an idea. So there are ways, no matter what stage of motherhood you're in there's always ways to connect with different moms out there and trust me you might feel like you're the only one who's looking for that connection but i promise you you're not the only one the mom on the other end is also trying to find moms to connect to so if you're listening to this go out there and reach out to that mom okay and with that guys i'm gonna let you go i hope you enjoyed this episode and i look forward to speaking to you all next week Toodaloo. Thank you.